Welcome back to We Bombastic Few. Is it safe to say we're back? Because this is the second week in a row, maybe, but let's not jinx it. What what episode is it? Season three, episode two, out of some. I don't know the exact number. Yeah, pop quiz, how many episodes have we done? 32. Uh, oh, we should have saved that for the last segment. <laughs> <laughs> that, that actually would have... All right, we are saving it. Don't answer. <laughs> but And don't be thinking about it either. You've heard their right. voices, but do you know their names? Probably uh, not, because as survey says, almost no one can recognize anyone except the person who introduced the podcast to you. Interesting. Wow. I mean, you guys get that too, right? Everyone I talk to cannot distinguish you two at all. Really? I presume it's the same for the people you introduce and, like, the other two hosts. I have introduced this podcast to maybe one person. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm dead serious. What are you doing? <laughs> How are we going to grow Shout and make that sweet, sweet internet money? It's okay. We have those random people in other countries who somehow discover our podcast. I bet they can identify us. They probably shared it to more people than you have. <laughs> I'm not Wouldn't you? About if it. you found a like super cool podcast from another country, I would I would super, tell people about it. Super like, super snazzy. Yeah, super. Um, it, they'd be like, yeah, it's this podcast where they Groovy talk about. Uh, uh, well, they don't really talk about anything. The, honestly like, if you have, if you have a description for this podcast please send it in because we have a hard time uh explain it pitching it to other people yeah well because i was telling a friend about it and i'm like he's like really bad at me to like tell what we talked about I'm like really it's just like kind of random and i looked at the description and he's like oh philosophy that's cool i'm like well no we don't really talk about philosophy <laughs> <laughs> i mean we certainly do and but like not any more than any other topic yeah yeah so anyways i'm daniel the main host <laughs> and this is brent and you've already met Lindsay, the main host oh i i almost brought up main host but i was like i'll just let the joke die Never. you know as soon as i said it i was like what is wrong with me why why did i even say that <laughs> what's a podcast without an inside joke that's not the tagline <laughs> Say the line, say the line. <laughs> uh, uh, what's a podcast without a icebreaker? Would oh you guys rather have infinite apple products or infinite apples? Wait, wait, wait. So, and by apple product, I presume you mean the fruit and not the company. By no, infinite so it's, apple products as in the company Apple. Yeah, so like iPhones, trademark. iPods, whatever, or the fruit, infinite fruit. Honestly, this is a really – I kind of regret suggesting this for an icebreaker because I, I have so many thoughts on this, but I'll let uh, Daniel answer first. Um, uh, I, I feel – I mean, where where would we store an infinite number of either of those things? Uh, I, I mean, I guess they're equally as much of a problem to have infinite of. I guess I'll go with the fruit because I think that solves problems. So you're worried about storage <laughs> that, issue. Why don't you think about, like, usability? Or like well, resource. Actually, that's a good point. I hadn't. I had always assumed you were just generating it, but like, if they were all like, if all the apples were just there and they like <laughs> would all rot, then 
then we could have a problem. I I, I, I assumed you could get new dude, ones. All yeah. of the soil in the world would be fertilized. <laughs> well, that the one of my things was I like I 100% team apple, like the fruit. And uh, my thing was, I'm going to make a new continent, like the worst smelling continent in the universe, because it just smells like decay at all times. But it's going to be like Appletasia, and it's a continent made exclusively of apples. Okay, so like we we could generate the apples. Is that what we're saying? That's what I was, that's how I was picturing it. Because then can you also... Where are you going to store infinite anything? That like that doesn't make sense. In the infinite um, cubby. Yes. Because well, don't you honestly, know, then... with this mini hypothetical, you get a hypothetical infinite space to store infinite apple apples or apple products. Okay, I we, we'd literally stick on this all episode. What are today's segments, Lindsay? Today's segments are crazy current events brought those extra z's brought to you by uh brent himself and then a hypothetical because everyone together what is a podcast, is a podcast without, without a hypothetical I'm not doing thing. <laughs> um and your diction was very and actually, uh, a new segment called Random science time. time you finish <laughs> after you've spoken over him um, random thought you finished <laughs> and today's bombastic word is zerts which means to gulp something down quickly and or in a greedy fashion i don't think we're gonna beat the record the world record set by uh the last episode yeah. and, and what, that word was um uh, genticular <laughs> yes I, I feel like i'm actually if if nothing else from this podcast my vocabulary is increasing but the the yeah so we did set a guinness world record for most times using that word in a podcast speaking of guinness world records so crazy current events i didn't intend it but it ended up being animal themed this week so i'm gonna so i'm just gonna read you this title of this article i've got a couple articles here but scooter riding dog and cat duo earn guinness world record my question to you is what world record do you think they earned wait what are so, they writing wait, yeah read that read the title again scooter riding dog and cat duo earn guinness world record a what's a gooter scooter scooter a scooter riding. you were not pronunciating the scoot yeah, part yeah it, it took me a second to figure out <laughs> okay uh i would say i I think logically i would my guess would be what the furthest distance two animals on a scooter traversed seems pretty out there i don't know how you arrived at that conclusion see he wanted us to guess so i feel like it has to be something a little out there yes i know that's why i preface it with like that's what my first thought is i'm gonna go with longest airtime (laughs) so is that like instead of out there it's up there (laughs) (laughs) yes so when you say air is that like unassisted but because like technically dogs and cats have been in planes presumably well yeah longest air time on a scooter (laughs) bunny hop (laughs) yeah longest amount of time in the air off a single hop longest wheelie they got the longest wheelie brent uh, it it was it was a it was a false uh, it was a debate. 
but it, it is the world record for the fastest five meters on a scooter by a dog and cat. But how fast <laughs> do you think they did it in five meters? That's sixteen point four feet for all you imperialists. Two out minutes. There. Two minutes. <laughs> that, that, that's a lot. That's a, uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna I, go I think with... I could find a dog and cat and tape them to a scooter and get that, <laughs> like break that world record right I, now. I'm gonna go with two point one seconds. All right. 4.37 seconds so oh, I was close. uh in price is right like like rules you've definitely won um but yeah the it was not too two minutes would be so slow i wanted any rules don't just say i wanted price is right rules. <laughs> <laughs> don't diminish my accomplishment <laughs> well i'm sure there's uh there's some set of rules where you have to have the exact answer which you didn't anyway next one so, title of this one, Two Escaped Zebras Captured After Wandering Into Wisconsin Road. Just, uh, what, what first th- initial thoughts, what do you think happened? Two, Wait, can, two re- zebras wandered into a Wisconsin road <laughs> and got arrested. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Daniel's pretty on the money. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the quote from the officer was, I'm like, I think I see a zebra. And they were like, no way. I'm like, nope, those are zebras. <laughs> that sounds the, about right. The, the zebra t- uh, escape took place about a week after multiple zebras escaped from a Maryland property in the Washington, D.C. area. Officials are still trying to capture the Maryland zebras. Dude, they so. should have. What, what if they had let the zebras run free and then start like uh start their own habitat like what what if what if zebras became like naturally like indigenous to the they like replaced the american buffalo yeah like (laughs) sure america had buffalo way back when but now we have zebras i i don't know you i don't think well zebras are not domesticated i don't know if they're tamed um zebras are scary well actually i don't know you could probably tame a zebra. I feel like you can tame almost anything. Yeah. I, well, you can't tame a hippo because there's, uh, like, there's the record for the guy who tamed the hippo for the longest because he saved him, like, uh, as a baby from a river, but then he was eaten by the hippo, like, five years later. Oh, wow. So Dang. The, the record is taming a hippo for, like, don't quote me, but it's, like, five years. or It was, it was some amount of years that is less than a, oh, that, that a amount that you would want to... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was not long enough to, for him not to eat him. Anyway, uh, next one. This is very quick. Snake knocks out power for entire North Carolina town. Which, how do you, how do you think he did it? Like, um, heist-wise. Like, what was his plan? Because obviously this was premeditated. Uh... He or she or it, whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're not. Uh, you you we're misgendered s- a snake. How can <laughs> <they> do? <laughs> uh, uh, it shed its uh, skin into a knife like uh, device and then used its. Uh, its jaw that can be dislocated or whatever it's called uh and he grabbed it and viciously cut through the uh, 
ethernet cord that goes or not ethernet, you said electricity <laughs> not, internet, not internet the <laughs> whole town in North Carolina powered is powered by a single cat ethernet. ethernet cord yes yep okay, uh, there's, a, sure there's a few holes in my in my reasoning but uh pretty sure I'm gonna leave cables are five volts uh i'm gonna fact check this voltage uh no i'm completely wrong wow fake electrical engineer uh yeah, we're, so we're revoking your degree that would um, be so unfortunate <laughs> <laughs> can i can i get can i get appeal this by it's any okay. chance we we won't we the editor will take that out and uh edit um perfect am i allowed to know what kind of snake it is um it was i mean the only word they use is snake they're protecting the identity um they oh, don't right. want it it's yeah, in, like it's under fbi protection now <laughs> exactly i mean it's like can you imagine the amount of hate crimes committed against that snake if they let his identity loose Did it or ratted it's, out on the rest of the snakes his or hers <laughs> we don't know <laughs> snake ratted out on the rest of the snakes and now it's in witness protection uh mm-hmm. i think uh it, it, wow I, I lost my train of thought because of Lindsay's story. Um, I don't know. It, it knocked over a telephone pole. That's one <laughs> heck of a. That's like Anaconda, uh, the movie level snake. No, it uh, it doesn't actually specifically say. It just says it started a fire, so it must have shorted something, which is un- oh, also shoot, plot twist. I, the snake is definitely dead because. I, <laughs> I just remembered my original theory of it stuck a fork in an outlet, <laughs> <laughs> which which would have been pretty pretty accurate. Honestly, what was his uh, uh, Lindsay? Your theory was knife, right? Uh, uh, the sh- the shedding of its skin into a knife. Yes. Uh, oh right right right. I mean that was that basically what happened. And finally, that this one this one's one of my favorites. This was the thing that started the animal theme. Scottish charity asks for public help with squirrel survey. My question to you is what are they like? What's a squirrel survey? What are they recording? They're trying to figure out how many squirrels there are. Maybe how many have, maybe how many are feral. I don't know. Do the squirrels still uh, like acorns? You know, squirrel survey stuff. The yeah, the preferences of squirrels. I I think that's something that the Scotland would really want to know. Lindsay, uh, any the, guesses? There's a lot of money in a uh, squirrel. <laughs> the, an a- entire untapped market, really. <laughs> like Biz- business the... idea: squirrel, uh, s- squirrel outfits, and uh, the survey was to find out if uh, uh, I had a good one. Gosh, it lost. It, I lost it. Uh, if they created occupations, how many squirrels would it take to gather enough nuts for the winter to keep them all alive? You're, you're really teasing this uh, final segment we got in this uh, here episode. Oh. <laughs> but unfortunately, it was an attempt to take a census of the country's squirrel population with help from the members of the public. I want to know how they went about doing this, right? Because it's like, if I see a squirrel in my backyard, uh, I put a tally on a sheet of paper. I see another squirrel in my backyard. Do I put another tally? Or do I assume it's the same squirrel? 
well you have to make friends with the squirrel and if they're comfortable coming up to you then you know it's the same squirrel the have you seen the rick and morty episode though where squirrels are all uh uh spies uh i have i feel like that has to be based in some kind of like old story because there's a game i used to play a lot when i was younger and there's like this whole like running joke throughout the series that there are these militant squirrels that are trying to like overthrow and take over the world (laughs) and you always find them in like a cave and they're running around and you have to like acquire something from them to like progress the story militant squirrels is on like the a it was the name of my band in middle school and b that is my number one fear is squirrels holding uh advanced weaponry because everyone knows squirrels don't hesitate in taking a life squirrels show no mercy exactly they they uh they don't have any patience either in taking a life yeah hoping he'll get the cue so uh yeah well i was going to take the cue uh thanks for uh you know whatever you did i'm really like completely out of it right now to be honest (laughs) like my like maybe like a minute into the episode my brain just turned itself off um that's okay great to hear for all our listeners we're, we're we're getting through it um bombastic quote patience is a virtue and impatience is a virtue too and that leads us a uh, perfect segue into the hypothetical situation that i definitely have a story prepared for how this happened um that so with squirrels didn't it what squirrels squirrels uh yeah squirrels uh so squirrels militant squirrels rick and morty okay yeah connection there are militant squirrels and they're super intelligent they have like really advanced technology and they were looking at humans and they were looking at monkeys they're like hey these monkeys can like do a lot with their feet you know because they kind of have like the whole like feet thing going where they can do whatever they want because they're more like hands uh and they're like wouldn't it be funny if the humans had to live like that and so they built a giant uh dish and radiated the the entire world with uh hypnotic wave and now humans can only do everything humans did with their hands they now do with their feet and everything they did with their feet they now do with their hands so how what happens what's what's our future so my first question is like obviously there are people who can like walk on their hands right now is it just is it just as rare now to like can you still walk on your feet but it's just a special skill i i think i think it's opposite so like i i think everyone just kind of intuitively figures out how to balance how to walk on their hands the well i was gonna say like you didn't give a year on when this happened but the people who could already walk on their hands have a significant advantage in life because everyone else is stuck learning to walk on their hands i don't know i feel like if you go with that then people are just gonna walk on their feet but they they, they've been hypnotized not to (laughs) (laughs) 
um, yeah. That sure. So I don't know. I'm okay with throw like so. Comparatively, people could no longer walk on their hands like in current world. Yes. Now in this world, that's no longer. It's not even a special skill that you could have to walk on your feet. So like. I have a question. Like, people are just walking around on their hands now. Um, like, so, unfortunately, be, but because, not a lot of... <laughs> because like, they were hypnotized to think this is, like, the it's normal. the norm to be upside down, does your brain automatically start flipping your eye's image or not? Well, yeah, because that's, that's the deal with upside-down glasses, isn't it? That, like, you can, if you wear upside-down glasses for so long, it just, your brain corrects it interesting um i've always wanted to obtain a pair of upside down glasses but they're stupid expensive online like concerningly expensive um same with drunk goggles both of those would seem like fun but anyway uh it's so one one thing i have is so like this is just we were hypnotized to do it so like humans are not designed to like be able to walk on their hands for extended periods so going anywhere is going to be significantly harder because <laughs> even if you even if everyone like has the balance to do so the the upper body strength to do so is another thing entirely yeah i mean it would definitely like uh, for a while like most of the world just kind of be like screwed i mean you just have to take a lot of breaks <laughs> yeah <laughs> how do you so 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 you were walking on your hands right you need to take a break but you don't want to be still like holding yourself up how do you get to the ground you lay down Um, but like the without i don't know that because i'm imagining like i guess it's like obviously the way humans bend going from standing on feet to sitting down is very natural but going from hands to sitting down. Are like, you asking if we sit on our shoulders now? <laughs> that, I think that is what I'm getting at, yes. <laughs> and now, like, every seat has to, like, have, like, a designated, like, either, like, cushion for your head Metal. or, like, a, like, hole in the seat so that, like, your head can just kind of, like, hang and, like, not be, like, squished by your shoulders or, like... yeah, yeah. yeah. Or I was thinking, or you just ignited the idea of like now necks can have the ability to bend like ninety degrees so that you can be like flush with the ground. Oh gosh. Well, I feel like you could just have seats normal, but like picture like a desk instead of having a table to like write on, like it's it's just a bunch of chairs and you throw like your notepad and pencil on the ground and then like <laughs> you're just writing with your feet. Also, everyone's barefoot, like always. Oh, no, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, you know what really gets it? You know what comes back into style are those gloves. shoes that like oh the toe your toes. <laughs> oh gosh, those are never in style. People just try to make it in style. <laughs> I think we, ah, you know gloves. what? I think I think we should bring those back anyway. <laughs> no, I saw someone with those the other day, and I was concerned. I think I, um, I feel like I saw someone in those like sometime in the last year. That just can't be, like, sanitary is my thing. Because, like, you can't really clean. Because you you don't wear socks with those. Why not? Well, Well, I guess you need toe socks. Yeah, yeah, you need toe socks. (laughs) Which is also something else that should not exist. (laughs) I don't Um, know. I 
I could maybe get behind toe socks. No way. Anyway, Absolutely. neither here nor there. The so, but like I'm saying, for example, the elderly, they can't go anywhere anymore. Um, also, so imagine, so that this is an interesting one. Firemen, how do you transport someone out of a burning building if you're walking on your hands? Uh, the firemen have to learn how to walk on their feet. Yeah, and old people oh. can still get around. <laughs> old people can still get around. So we're gonna have to reinvent the walker. <laughs> the, uh, you're gonna have to do wheels or something to assist. Honestly, oh, that, like, that's, that's oh, what will happen. Everyone will have training wheels. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you know the you know those uh, like baby glider things where they're you're like the baby is in the middle yeah. and they're surrounded by like the wheel thing. Yeah. Just everyone has one of those things. Well, you're forgetting that like feet have the ability of how hands used to have so they can still work what? it's like we don't need wheels on everything we can still move stuff around it's just like well no just yourself because i'm just i'm just my my thing is no one like people don't have the upper body strength to walk around as much as they currently do with their you know wait hold on a minute I, I think we've twisted the question entirely because we're using hands for feet stuff and feet for hand stuff yes but feet isn't really a walking thing. Legs are a walking thing. What if, what if people are just walking around normal, but, like, to open a door, you got to, like... Ah. Oh. <laughs> well, I in my defense, it was pitched to me as walking around on hands. Um, That's how I wanted it to But you still be. use your feet to make contact with the ground. Well, I don't know. I, it's just, like, it's so weird to think about, like, because everything is... None of the infrastructure works for a world in which we're upside down like that. Well, I know, that, and that's why we got to redesign things. <laughs> but I, I'm willing to limit it to, uh, like, walking is exempt if we want to. Sure. I mean, I, I, I think that makes sense because currently people can theoretically walk on hands. But then All what? Right, the, it made sense uh, when I was saying it, and it no longer makes sense when I think about it. So I'm just going to leave it at <laughs> it. It made sense when I said it. Um <laughs> Uh, well, I can tell you one thing is, uh, like, f so fine manipulation of, uh, like touch screens and stuff became harder because your feet aren't as dexterous. And so s scrolling through stuff like Netflix is going to be a lot harder. Whereas putting a DVD or like a VHS in would be a lot easier. So blockbusters coming back. She's coming back. That took so long for you guys. Naturally. No, I understood. Um, I just wanted you to sit in the silence for a little bit. You wanted the audience to sit in silence. <laughs> we had to let the suspense build because they didn't know what was coming. <laughs> they had no idea what was going to happen. Yeah. The... Uh, 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 sports. <laughs> wow. That was a great transition, Daniel. You set it up and everything. Well, you know. Uh... So Okay, so like football. When you catch, do you catch? So you, I presumably you catch the ball with your feet. How are you then going to run with your feet? So you're telling me football is actually becoming football? Uh, soccer is becoming. So soccer is becoming American football, and American <laughs> football is becoming soccer. That's interesting. I don't know. Like, what about lacrosse? Like you just got I, people I can't like even crab walking, walking like swinging, swinging a stick between their knees. 
I almost think you'd stop. Yeah, yeah. Like you wouldn't use your feet in most scenarios because you're uh, you're still using them for walking. You just like put it between your legs, like put the lacrosse stick between your legs and hope you can somehow catch the ball. You know what we should have said is we should have said like everyone's hands are on their feet. It, like you have like the four figures at opposable points oh, like, on your feet, and then you geom- like have ge- you just have feet on the end of uh, your arms. What's the word I'm looking for? Not geometrically. Um, <laughs> just physically replace your hands with feet and feet with hands. Yeah, but we didn't say that, so. Uh, Too late for that. I also uh, feel like that's food for a, thought, audience. Yeah, if you want to make your own hypothetical, uh, you can you can follow along with home at home with your own hypothetical. Um, the eating feels like i don't know i guess because well no because you're still i don't, and, I don't know i don't and, like walking I, on feet <laughs> like walking on feet defeats the entire thing to i me know because now like it's because like my thing was gonna be oh it's gonna be gross to eat with your feet uh but it's like oh no because but you're still walking with your feet and so it is gr- like it's not gross in the sense that it's not gross to eat from your hands, but your hands are in contact with the ground. You know what I'm trying to say. I mean, it's like the five-second rule. You, you take your foot off the ground, you, like, as you're walking, you know. You, what? you take a step, and then, like, a second later, it's off the ground. So it's past the five-second rule. I will say, like, con- contortionism, no longer a thing people go to see. No one cares. Everyone has to do it in their everyday life. <laughs> like, it's no longer impressive to be able to like touch your foot to your forehead or something. Everyone needs to be able to do it. That one line saved, saved our hypothetical situation today. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, magic uh, shows. Ma- actually, yeah, magic shows. What, what about magic shows? I don't know. I, I, I completely Personally, I think prestidigitation would still be pretty popular. You like that vocab word? Uh, How about you zerts that down your goalie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that, like, to solve the eating problem, like, people are just going to zerts all their food. Like, they're just going to slurp it up, zerts it down. Man, I, I just realized, I uh, so I brought in octogenarian last week, uh, which means someone, for if you missed last week's episode, means someone between the ages of 80 and 89. This week, you're learning the word prestidigitation, which is to perform magic for entertainment. And what I brought in the word ur- ursigenarian. <laughs> which, which means you're bare years old. Yes. <laughs> and we determined that that was an okay uh, prefix. Uh-huh. <laughs> So definitely listen to last week's episode. Honestly, it's way better than this one. (laughs) I'm just so like, I don't know. I don't know what happened because I was like feeling good all day. (laughs) Well, perhaps a word from our sponsors will help us out. This week, we, uh, we got a sponsorship from Warm As Ice. Have you ever thought to yourself, man, this, this ice cube I have is way too cold. I really wish this ice cube wasn't that cold. Well, they've solved that problem. Using the magic of science, you can now obtain room temperature ice cubes. Is your drink too cold? Just pop a room temperature ice cube in there. It'll bring it to room temperature. Uh, I just realized I think I said if the drink was too warm. If it's too cold, uh, how do they do it, you think? Well, if you just pull out your trusty phase diagram of water at the... 
uh, water is a solid at room temperature at one gigapascal. So using their special technology, which we have no idea how it works, they are able to create room temperature ice cubes. Daniel, you were telling me what you were using your room temperature ice cubes for earlier. How do you like them? Uh, it's great. You know, I have this problem where I can't get my vat of boiling lava to room temperature quick enough, <laughs> and room temperature ice cubes have saved my life. Now I can cool my lava off very quickly. Anytime I'm drinking my iced water and I'm like, oh, that ice was too cold, I just grab one of my room temperature ice cubes, pop it in, solves my issue right away. I can still, like, feel the ice against my mouth and my water's a nice uh lukewarm 70 degrees and you can pick up your own room temperature ice cube at uh warmasice.com use the special code ice bombastic view i don't know uh <laughs> to get 10 percent off Lindsay. And now it's time for science Best time. Break, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great transition. As our, a... our transitions are like so... Our 10 out of 10. <laughs> I think we almost had a good one for one of them. I don't remember no, no, which. There was, but... there was definitely potential for this one because you literally used the power of science. So I definitely could have like found a way to continue. It. Oh, yeah. I just Honestly, like, this science uh, bro, time. It's I feel execution. like Brent's been like flowing and then he'll say something and it takes me and Lindsay a second to be like, oh, wait, I should say something. <laughs> if if, if uh, the uh, listeners were told that two of us have ADHD, you could tell which two they were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to all the listeners who made it 30, almost 34 minutes in, uh, anyways, uh, shout out to you. Uh, shout out to Prince Mom as well. You get, you, I'm assuming you're out. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Mom. You get a, you get a bonus listen in your repertoire. Uh, it won't be marked anywhere, but like you can put it when we come out with badges that, um, okay. I've actually legit idea. What if we sold badges that had a digital tally mark of how many episodes of the podcast or how many times you've listened to like episodes of the podcast it'll be like a vaccine passport if you don't listen to the podcast you're not allowed to certain places you need so many <laughs> listens to and any uh any national flight you need at least 20 listens international flight you need at least 40 listens um to to eat you need 187 listens <laughs> Should really get on this thing. You want to eat tonight? Um, anyway, so science that, time. That, that one was free. That wasn't even scheduled. You're welcome. Yeah, a free mini hypothetical. Uh, <laughs> well, no, it's a product that we're going to be coming out with soon, along with all our other product lines. Hypothetical slash ad break uh, rolled into one. Yep. You thought you thought season three would be the same as the other seasons. Wrong. We got new segments coming out of our ears. <laughs> <laughs> all right new idea ears what if we yeah what if we had them? Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay, take us away i was gonna say new idea we continue the episode uh science time in science time today we are going to use the fermi estimate to estimate what's the fermi estimate <laughs> the fermi <laughs> estimates goal is to uh, attempt to estimate a number or a fact or a stat without knowing any knowledge of the magnitude. How would you ever do that? Using powers of 10 and the 
the simple idea of under, un, over under uh, uh, guessing on certain, what would you say, like quantities? There are quantities of Est- just your estim- estimations over and underestimating. Yeah, overestimating numbers. to get to your overall number, which we will put into a practice here and now. Well, hold on, but whoever came up with this idea? <laughs> so glad you asked, because I did all the research <laughs> to find this out. Enrico Fermi, hence Fermi and the Fermi estimate. But when was he born? He was born in 1901. And when's his birthday? Soon. <laughs> not today. Not today. Brett did not but... want to wait for his birthday. <laughs> so we're doing it today. It was a uh, good segment idea. Se- needed... <laughs> September 29th, by the way. Uh, yep. Shout outs to uh, Fermi. Mm-hmm. For living and a life that and doing math. It's convenient you had all that information for all those random questions I just thought of. Oh, yeah, because well, yeah, I did all the research. We don't prepare anything ahead of time. Because yeah. I did all um, the research. Uh-huh. All right, what, what are we estimating? Uh, that is in the power of Daniel. Uh, yes. All right, first estimate. How many cows do you think there are in America? Also, if you didn't understand the explanation, you'll the, it, it'll, it'll become more clear as we do an estimate. So, all right, we're estimating the number of cows in the United States. Are we going con- – do you think there are any cows in Alaska? No. I would not believe so. <laughs> okay. Uh, what? A- I don't know. Hawaii, I feel like, could have some cows. Maybe, but, like, I feel like they probably – they don't have a whole lot of space to work with. They've got other exports to worry about. It's probably just yeah. all, like uh, – Well, but my know. thing is just people there – like beef and well i don't know if because the yeah probably not i don't i don't think so so no, basically when i think it. like luau i think of like pork Pig. yeah yeah because uh yeah so anyways number of cows in america so, okay um start so starting idea the we could estimate uh how many like <laughs> i owe i have the same path of thinking for almost every first mini estimate i do we could estimate how many cows there are in e- e- either a state or a city and that and we could estimate like we know the amount of states in the country or we could estimate the amount of cows on a farm and the amount of farms in the united states well, i don't think it's a bad thing that you like use the same path to like are the same steps so i think we can yeah i think those are good ideas what what if we do a mix of those so what if we estimate the amount of cows on a farm the amount of farms in a state and the amount then we then we know how many states there are in the u.s okay uh, speak for yourself um <laughs> uh i i like so, that idea unless you have strong uh reservations or problems with that daniel i think uh, we should estimate based on uh, meth- methane. Uh, Honestly, production. if we knew, if we knew anything about those facts, then that would be a good idea. But all I can tell you is cows attribute a large majority of the methane. But like, I have no numbers to give to that. Anyway, all right. So, uh, start out. How many cows do we think there are on any given farm? 
So powers of 10, we're going to start. Technically, you can do negative numbers as well. So do we think there's a tenth of a cow per farm? Um, I'd, I'd say That's there's probably more than that. Th- three cows per farm in America. Well, because not so, every farm has a cow, but some, some farms got cows. Well, yeah, the because my thing, though, is, is I'm thinking of just like mega farms at the the ones designed to like right. supply let's, beef let's say 10 cows a farm well it's definitely between, i think we need to go it's definitely 100. between 10 so, and 100 for well because my thing well yeah av- the average farm because the big obviously there's going to be cows with a lot less than uh, a lot more with like five cows or something but my big thing is there i know for a fact that there are farms with like ten thousand cows on them and or like something of that magnitude because they supply beef for so many people so i like i think a hundred a hundred with like a multiplier of maybe like three so like 300 i don't know maybe that's a lot i i'll Uh, i'll I'll go how many okay well how many farms do you think there are in america all right so we'll table that we'll sit we'll say just 100 for now how many well i i think we should say farms per state for the sake of simplicity right right or and we can also guess how many states have farms because i think every state has farms well farms with cows ah i think in the continental u.s probably every state contiguous um contiguous yeah the so so 48 all 48 states have cow farms uh how many how many so would we say so there's i'd say there's more than 10 farms uh, i'd say there's more than 100 farms uh i i think well probably maybe between a somewhere between 100 a thousand and ten thousand farms yeah per state i think so i don't know because like so like rhode island is gonna have a lot less than ten thousand um I don't know. I guess, uh, I, yeah, I'm okay. I, I'll definitely go with a thousand. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 um, I think I'd guess like twelve hundred farms a state. Tw- just okay. a little over well, a thousand. Well, yeah. I don't want to give a multiplier of that. So we'll, we'll, yeah. So we'll just so ten to the three, and then are we okay with a hundred cows per farm? Yeah, sure. I believe I'm okay. So we're at 10 to the 5 right now, which is 10 that wait. Yeah, that's uh no, that's 100,000 cows. Uh Do we think 100,000 cows is reasonable? Ooh, we we also could have done it by like population, like how many so how many like we know the population of the US, oh, how I many have, hamburgers have, uh, do you think we ate? I have a much more out then, there way. That'll be kind of fun. Um, the, all right, so much... we, we arrived at 10 to the 5 for that one. We'll table that before we look at the correct answer. What's your method? Okay. We look at how much milk uh, the average American goes through a day. We try and figure out how many cows it takes to make that much milk, and then we estimate about half the cows are milk cows. My So my issue with that is not all cows produce milk, but all cows produce meat. So, so like, I think hamburgers is a better way to okay it's it's the same method but all right it's just i've got this i've got this uh mcdonald's okay. has when you look at the science of mcdonald's they've sold a hundred bill or they've sold like 999 billion or something right 
I, this is your number. I have right. no idea. We so I'd let, have to do a Fermi estimate to figure out how many. <laughs> let, let's round uh, it to one trillion there. burgers sold by McDonald's. And if we but assume, that's like over all time, right? Over all time, but so like fifty years. So if we average that and divide by fifty, what? <laughs> no. All right, get out of here. That's, you're you're out. So I want I want to do how many? So how many hamburgers do you think you you eat? In a year. In a year? I I think it would be on the – let's say, like, probably – I mean, I guess average would be, like, between 10 and 100, definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we're going multiples of 10, I have to say 10. 10 – yeah. Well, but you can also – you can add in, like, 5 times 10, so, like, 50. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go with 50. And then how many how many hamburgers can you make out of a cow? Uh, probably a hundred. <laughs> Between ten let's, and hundred. I, I eat one cow a year. <laughs> sure. The well, make the math simpler. I, we'll call it a hundred because there's also other parts of the cow that are not made into a hamburger. I think a a hundred. Honestly. I don't know. I guarantee you there's some farmer listening to this that's like, man, they don't know anything about cows. <laughs> and you would be right. I'm not even entirely sure what a cow is. <laughs> anyway, so we're, we're at 10 to the 3. So 5 times 10 to the 3 is the amount of... Uh, what even is that? <laughs> um, I don't bur- think that burgers, math checks out. Burgers produced by cows, but what percentage of cows are killed a year? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so... There's, so, I think five percent of cows are killed a year. So we'll multiply th- by twenty, whatever figure we get. Well, hold on. So first, we need to do the amount of people in the U.S., which is three hundred million. So three times ten to the eight. Uh, so and then how many burgers per? So we got uh, fifty. So we said ten to the one, ten to the nine. The average person. So goes we're at ten three to, cow. Like uh, we're, I think we're at. 1.5 times 10 to the 10 for the amount of burgers eaten in a year, which that is, uh, like and then fif- is that 15 billion? Yeah, that's 15 billion. 10 right? to the 10? Yeah. No, wait, so, that might be 100. Because 9 would be a billion. billion. And then. Million. Yeah, 15 billion. <laughs> I swear we're all STEM majors here. Uh,. <laughs> Yeah, so fifteen. Yeah. Bi- we're gonna yeah. say fifteen billion burgers eaten each year, and a cow can produce ten to the two. So we're back down to ten to the eight. So that's a, a hundred and fifty million. And if we multiply by twenty for five percent of the, that, only making up five percent of the cows, that's three hundred million. Well, cows. no, it would be so. It'd be ten to the negative one. Ah. Uh, like five times ten to the negative one. So we so we cut off another number. So fifteen million. Wait, no. Uh, it like yeah. Th- it he said the burgers are produced by a hundred fifty million cows. Yes. And if those cows only make up five percent of all. Cows, oh oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. my, my bad. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So so you said we multiply by twenty because we're saying yeah, and it was fifty million, not one hundred fifty. So. 300 million, right? 300 million cows in America? Yeah, and what our, our three times number was... 10 to the 8th. 
Our other number was what, ten to the five? Yeah. Um, so we'll average those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So, Just like any good test taker. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I'm sorry. What was the what was the number we just came up with again? Three times ten to the eighth. Ten to the eighth. So between ten to the eighth and ten to the five. Well, honestly, so between the two of those, which one do we think is more accurate? Um, well, I just looked at the number. So okay. Well, Lindsay, <laughs> between ten to the eighth. So on the the or so do we think it's ten? There's way it's way more than ten thousand. I think it's ten to the eighth around there. I'm going with that number. I would agree. That's closer than 10 to the 7th. That's the one you're comparing it to, right? 10 to the 5. 10 to the 5. Which is 10,000 cows. <laughs> 10 to the Which eight. I'm pretty so sure, like, a single person uh, or a single, like, state could go through 10,000 cows. Maybe. Maybe we're entirely wrong. Daniel, what's the answer? All right. As of 2020, the U.S. was home to approximately 94.4 million cattle and calves. Holy crap. So 100 million was, it was like pretty accurate. Nearly <laughs> dead on. That, look at us go. Thank you, uh, Fermi. En- en- Enrico Fermi. <laughs> it, it was uh, a little bit. Um... Anyway, so that you get like the a... idea of what a Fermi estimate is. What, what, what other one do we have? Uh, another one. How much trash does America go through in a day? Okay. I think this one's obvious. We start out with the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, right? Sure, we yeah, estimate, obviously. We estimate the acres of uh, area in the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. We know that the Great Pacific Garbage Patch has... Uh, all right, no. Let's, serious time. Stop, stop yanking my chain. Let's get down to business. All right. So if the American population is like 330 million, right? Yep. And I live with two other people, so three Three people. If we go off how much trash my room goes through in a week and multiply it by a third of the American population, that that would give us about a rough estimate, right? I mean, that's – I like doing a two-step solution or like a a very small-step solution and then a multi-step solution. So I like this. How much trash – what what metric are we using, by the way? Are we weight or volume? Um, we could probably estimate the weight based on the volume. So roughly, well, we go through do, two, do two we know what like fourteen is? liter trash bags. I think it's fourteen liter. Whatever, like the kitchen trash bag sizes, we go through usually like two of those a week. I, I'd be more comfortable doing weight because my liter to weight conversion. Well, uh, like the, the stat on the Google page is in weight. Um, it is in weight. Yeah, but if you had to yeah, think so about, like, the average trash bag, like, how much do you think that weighs? Well, I'm, I'm picturing myself carrying it to the the, the garbage. Honestly, I'd say probably, because, like, so I use a 15-pound dumbbell pretty consistently, and I'd say it's definitely not fif- the 15-pound dumbbell. I'm do- using, like, a, uh, like you said, a kitchen trash can s- standard. Mm-hmm. I'd say maybe, like, and so, and, and a milk jug is 8 pounds, and I'd say... Maybe even less than a milk jug, so maybe like seven pounds, is what I would say for our average, for like an average trash can. So, does anyone find that number egregious? Or see, I don't know. Cause it... What was the one you? What did you say, Brent? I said seven pounds for like a kitchen trash can. Yeah, I'd say average. That 
that sounds about right. We we could say ten pounds just for the sake of yeah. For, for some, you know, I was just gonna say like it. I feel like it kind of varies. It probably like averages well, yeah. ten. You think? Maybe. I mean, it definitely varies because you well, don't yeah. throw away the same stuff, presumably. But yeah, so t- honest and it works ten. for Fermi estimates. So ten to the one, and then you say three. So three people. How many? Uh, how many things do you go through in, in a week? Or in a, oh, uh, this is a day, a day. Or how much do you fill in a day? Um, I don't know. We'll have to do it by week because I'm just thinking about like cause we our trash gets collected like twice a week. Uh, I'd say I I probably fill mine probably once to twice a week. Yeah, okay. I, I I think I think twice a week. So we say uh, so like a well, third of a trash bag days, a day, like a third we, of a trash bag a day. Sure. Well, do you think twenty days is a reasonable estimate for one person to fill that trash can? So wait, three people fill two in a week. Well, I was going off what Lindsay was saying. Oh, what did Lindsay say? One to he said one to two a week. Yeah. Well, no, he said that he fills it within one to two weeks. No, I said I fill one oh. to two a week. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lindsay, how much trash are you generating? <laughs> like, oh, hold on. I I think like I think two mine being works like, because two being like very like I purchase stuff. One being like. Oh, I'm just like I found trash here and there that I'm putting away type thing. Saving the earth, I like it. Um. So, because I'd say the the four of like so there are four people in my apartment and we have two and we fill up those two easily easily within a week. I'd say maybe like five days. Okay. All right. Well, let's say the on average. It's you fill twenty percent of a trash can a day. Okay, I I'm okay with that. Or maybe so, thirty. Let's say thirty. So, so like th- ten to three negative. to the ten to the negative one. Correct. So we were and our first what was our first number for pounds was ten. So we're at three right now. Um. Three. So three pounds per day. Okay. Does that math check out? Yeah, because it was one to times ten, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. three times it, ten. The math checks one. out. So three. Well, three. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the math checks out. Does it logically check out? Do you think you produce three pounds of trash a day? I don't think I do. <laughs> when I think about it like that, I don't. But by our but like by our metric. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll keep well, it. So, okay, hold on. Well, our metric was based on the weight of a trash bag. I'm trying to think about like a ten pound like dumbbell and how does that compare? But it's been a long time since I touched like a ten pound dumbbell, so I can't, I don't really. We'll, know. we'll we'll stick we'll stick with three pounds for now, and then so just times <laughs> times ten to the eight for the amount th- three times ten to the eight for the amount of people, and so just nine times ten to the eight. Mm-hmm. So that would be nine hundred million pounds of trash a day, which seems like way too much. Ah, so so let let so that was but that was our simple one. So nine times ten to the eight. Uh, let's say let's add if we how could we add in more steps? Um, or like more in between. I don't feel like because we what if we did the amount of gar so what if we did so like 
uh, house garbage cans because the the trash truck comes twice a week, and then we could guess like how many. I don't know. Help me out here. Something <laughs> using the trash truck or the like the amount of times the trash goes in a week. I feel like we could use. Um, let's start with the Pacific garlic <laughs> garbage <laughs> patch. Gar- the Pacific garlic <laughs> patch. <laughs> That's my favorite place. They have garlic bread all the time. Dude, I love failing comparison. Bread. I love every. To, uh, I think garlic garden. goes with everything. I'm a firm believer in that. That's not true. Anyway, uh, right, okay. So, na- name a hundred. Name a what? Yeah, name a hundred things garlic doesn't go with. Oh my. Okay. So <laughs> I, I, I'm going with my thing. So. The garbage truck comes two times a week. How much? How many pounds of garbage can a garbage truck hold? So, you, so um, do, do we think it's a hundred pounds, a thousand pounds, or ten thousand pounds? I'd say at least a thousand pounds. Uh, half a ton of garbage. I think. Yeah, definitely not five tons of garbage. Right, so let, let, let's say a garbage truck collects a thousand pounds. All right. Um, so, and, ten and how many three two and, times a week? How many? So, so, two, I, so two two thousand pounds a week. Yeah. How many garbage trucks per town in America? Uh yeah. So, I'd say per per given town or what? I don't because yeah we'll do, we'll do ten, cities. Um, I'd say uh, I'd say a hundred. Uh, I'd say fifty. Just because, like, we're counting New York City, but then also, like, the towns that have one garbage truck. How many did you say? I'd say I, just 50. You think so 50 five. on average? There aren't that many big know. cities in America. Yeah. All right, 20. How about 20? Sure. Okay. So sure. we, we're at uh, 4 times 10 to the 4 right now. And then we we just got to do—we'll we'll multiply and, and states in— Per week— and so yeah that that is so divide by seven uh which, which we'll we'll just say divide by 10 to the negative one for the sake of simplicity or multiply by 10 to the negative one there's so much i bet you did you, this lost is proof me. just multiply by 52 <laughs> just multiply by, by 50 just multiply 52? by 52 what because um, weeks <laughs> weeks in a year we i thought it was in, per day though we want per day. Oh, do we? Okay. Yeah. Um, so so we're we're dividing by ten instead of seven because we're lazy, and which is just <laughs> multiplying by ten to the negative one. This is proof that we are engineers that we <laughs> we do technically know math. Um, so what was, our number was? What was it? Was four times ten to the four? Now we're at four times ten to the three. We're, we'll multiply the amount of states in. That's uh, two to the times ten to the five, and then we just need to do the amount of cities in a state, which I normally estimate as a thousand. Um, sure. <laughs> which which is a higher estimate, but we're but our other things will theoretically balance it out. So we're ten to so that was ten to the five plus three ten. To, we're at ten to the eight again. So both our answers arrived at 10 to the 8. So okay. on the order of 100 million pounds a day. Um, 
Let's see. You guys just lie. I, I, <laughs> Even if it's not, I, just wait. Say it is. Oh, geez. so wait. What? I I did like pounds per year on my calculations because they did like someday stuff, and then they did like average American. So what, well, what do you okay, want? Average so, American or per year? <laughs> well, I we could convert it to per year by just saying uh adding like 10 to the 2 so 10 10 to the 10 which is uh like 10 billion Mm -hmm. at times 30 so 30 billion okay so i did i did two calculations based on two different articles and both of them arrived at a little under 550 billion 500 and we so we're off by a magnitude of 10, which technically, like, your goal within a Fermi estimate is to get within a magnitude of 10. Wow. So. This works. We, we <laughs> did pretty. Honest, everyone give yourself a, a, a hey, pat on the you back. You guys were field. going, wow. like, 100 miles per hour. I feel like I could not keep up with that. So I'm not going to give myself a pat on the back at all. I'll give you guys a pat on the back. <laughs> Lindsay, you get I'll, I'll give you a back. crisp high five. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, and the what the a final fermi estimate for you people out there we'll let you do this one at home uh i want you to get do a fermi estimate and tell me how many episodes we bombastic few will release like in the future not how many we have released yes so some metrics to think about you know there are three hosts um uh you know, in the last calendar year, we've produced uh, this uh, third episode. This is our third yeah. episode in the last calendar year. <laughs> you you know that they run out of ideas frequently, and um, our, it takes them, on average, three hours to record a one-hour episode. But how many uh, weeks does it typically take, on average, to get an episode out? That, these are all numbers you can consider in your Fermi estimate. We're not going to give you the answer, <laughs> um, but uh, tell us your estimate. We'll tell we'll tell you if you are correct next episode. Anyway, and with that, uh, that's going to bring us to the end of another episode of We Bombastic View. Hope you guys like these new segments. Let us know if you never want to hear us attempt to do math again. I kind of understand. You probably <laughs> didn't come here for <laughs> science, um, but maybe you did bill nye got canceled however many years ago so this is all he got i don't actually know that was i said that (laughs) okay i have no idea if that's a true fact i feel like he can't be on television still right because what is television Um, i know he still does stuff bill nye if Um, you're if you're listening i was just gonna say um i and you're not canceled uh feel free to let us know we'll have you on as a guest (laughs) exactly bill nye you don't you want to do a fermi estimate on a podcast we're that's us uh don't forget to like comment subscribe and follow always uh helps us out obviously we've been gone for a long time we're trying to get back into a a normal swing of things but we appreciate you listening and uh hope that you enjoyed the episode you guys got any final thoughts uh yeah uh before the episode like we were talking about like oh I'm really in sync with Lindsay right now, and I'm really in sync with Brett, cause, like, I kept saying things that the others were thinking, and we are like, oh, I was like, yeah, this is gonna be a great episode for the all the Daniel fans out there, but it turns out <laughs> it was a great episode for all the Brent fans out there, so, uh, shout out to the Brent fans, uh, and oh, the Daniel yeah. fans, uh, let's go, I apologize let's for start, letting you down. 
Let's start a flame war. Uh, whose fans are better? Uh, I bet my fans could beat your fans in a fight. Uh, well, my fans' dads could be a, beat up your fans' dads. I thought you said so, well, instead of my mom instead of fan war. Team, I thought so. you said a uh, flame war. I was like, that sounds a lot cooler than a fan war. I heard I think flame I did, war as well. I did say flame war, uh, but the implication was that flamethrowers would be used by the fans. Uh, that's the that's the weapon of choice for this battle. Lindsay, you got any final thoughts? Yeah. So a little sneak peek for next episode. So I'm going to try little difference give you maybe try giving you a sneak peek at the next episode we're going to or i am going to give both daniel and brent an application uh or an assortment of questions to see which one would be a better boyfriend for me so uh check us out next week if we're here and now that you're very intrigued on the <laughs> dynamics of what this podcast is behind the scenes, uh, we'll, we'll leave you with that. So thanks for watching. Have a bombastic week, and we'll catch you next one.